This is Michael Nash, and welcome back to another episode of Selling the Sage Way. Money, 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 money. Almost no one in sales likes the part of the cycle when you have to have the money conversation with the customer. For most of us, it's a bit uncomfortable. People, I'm telling you, we have to change our mindset. It doesn't need to be this way. The conversation with your buyer about money should be relaxed and easy. When I ask salespeople why it's stressful, nine times out of ten, they come back and they say, because the customer always pushes back on price and that makes it uncomfortable. The question I always counter with is why? Why is the customer uncomfortable with the price? And again, nine times out of ten, I hear, because they don't believe we can deliver the value. What is interesting to me is that this situation can be avoided at best, and at worst, the pricing objection can easily be overcome in a way that enhances the rapport and trust between the buyer and seller. What? You don't believe me? You're calling baloney? That's fine. I used to be in your shoes and sell the way you do and have the same fears and anxiety when talking pricing with customers. However, learning a better sales process and having the conversational selling intelligence skills changed that for me in a material way. You see, prior to properly being professionally trained, I would either talk pricing too early in the sales cycle or too late, but mostly the latter. Too early and I was fearful the price I would put on the table would scare the customer away because they, at this point in the selling process, didn't recognize enough value to pay that price. As a result, they would prejudge my solution capabilities and say, thanks but no thanks, we're heading in another direction. So it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. My fear became reality. But like I said, I would typically put my price on the table too late in the selling cycle, which is much more common. In other words, I wouldn't share pricing with the buyer until I had invested heavy company resources in delivering evidence that proved our solutions were worthy of the customer's investment. Activities such as presentations, demos, trials, POCs, references, proposals, you name it. You see, I was heavily invested in the opportunities before sharing pricing. Unfortunately, when I did share the pricing, it was typically more than the customer was expecting. And as a result, one of two outcomes was likely. The best outcome was that the deal was pushed, sometimes months because the customer had to go find more money. You see, they didn't budget enough at that point. Typically, I would also end up discounting my products significantly in order to close the business. So the quality of the deal would suffer, such as margin and certainly my commissions. But some of the time, the customer would be so put off by my pricing, they simply would walk away and go with another vendor. And that was super painful given all the time and effort I had put into the pursuit of the opportunity, as well as the expectations I set for myself and my management. So what's the lesson here? How do we avoid this? I mean, wouldn't it be nice if before either party invested heavy time, effort, and resources, you know, the buyer and the seller came to an agreement on pricing? Well, that's exactly what I learned, and that's what I train people on now. In other words, having the conversational selling intelligence as to when and how to discuss pricing with our buyers in a way that's comfortable, easy, and truly in the best interest of both parties. How do we ensure that pricing is not a surprise at the end of a lengthy sales cycle? How do we ensure we don't scare prospects off by having the pricing conversation too early? Remember, we're still qualifying at this point according to Selling the Sage Way. The customer may have shared some very high priority needs that are costing the business millions of dollars a month. In fact, they also agree that your solution has the potential to address those needs. But if the two parties can't come together on money, they can't come together on the necessary investment required to address the customer's challenges, do we really have a qualified prospect? Or are we investing heavy and scarce company resources chasing another ghost deal? It's going to end up in the closed no decision bucket. But unfortunately, it gets worse. Not only does this cost you in terms of closing an active deal in your pipeline that didn't result in any ACV, there's a hidden cost as well. It's called opportunity cost. 
All that valuable time and resource you spent chasing that ghost deal could have been better placed on other opportunities where you had a higher propensity to win. These hidden costs add up in big ways. For more insight, feel free to listen to another podcast episode called Focus on Amazon Opportunities, Not GE. All right, now you have the conversational selling intelligence to have an effective pricing conversation with a customer. It's on to the next step in the Selling the Sage Way process called the Decision Game Plan. This is where we learn how to navigate the buyer's journey, helping them get from where they are today to where they want to be tomorrow, which is a yes or no decision about moving forward with you or not. Tune in to another snackable episode of Selling the Sage Way to learn more details about that. And don't forget, time as a professional salesperson is the only commodity you own, so utilize it wisely.